Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by me, Fraser McGrew, for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision making. I'm here with uh, Nick Hare and Peter Coghill of Aleph Insights. And this week we're discussing baby photos. Why are we discussing baby photos? Well, there's a number of reasons. Um, so my daughter is now nearly a year old. So she's getting right. really quite active and really quite into things. And one of the things she really likes doing is looking at the photos we have of various family members around the house. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and so she definitely recognizes me and Rosie in the pictures. And I think she's starting to recognize grandparents that she sees quite often in photos as mm-hmm. well. Um, and now obviously we are taking lots of photos of Ada, like kind of nearly every day we've got photos of, of Ada yeah, yeah. Um, doing things. So yeah, the idea of photoing babies, uh, we're looking at these photos of, of, of family members and some of them are, so that she has two cousins uh, who are now, uh, one of them's 12 or 13. So she's she's developing into an adult sort of stage now so she's starting to look like what she'll kind of look like for the rest of her life in some way but with mm. also baby photos of her when she was less than a year old mm. and it got as we were looking at these photos it struck me that you can sort of you can totally pick out a baby photo of somebody that you know so if you if you know so if I I know what you look like, Fraser. I've seen you several times. Um, mm. If you presented me with a sort of array of fifty baby photos, one of which was you as a baby, yeah. it would be trivial. Be best looking one. It would be trivial yeah. to pick out the baby, right? Mm. Um, mm. But if I didn't know what you look like, say you say say I say say you presented me with a a baby photo of somebody I didn't know, right? Um, uh, mm. It's it's sort of it's 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 unprofound to say, but it it would be it's impossible to sort of extrapolate what you would what they would look like as an adult, and yet that you can go back the other way very very easily. You can sort of um, there's a sort of directionality to this kind of way of of looking at uh, yeah. your understanding. Now it's not very profound because obviously there are characteristics in you can look for in the adult picture that you'll find in the baby picture. And you don't know necessarily what characteristics are going to survive through to to maturity, but it just struck me as odd that there's a kind of as a it struck me as a good example of this sort of directionality of of of, uh, of knowledge of understanding is that like you can pick out people's baby photos, but you can't extrapolate from baby baby photos to what they all mm. look like. Yeah, that said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That said, as Nick has been playing with with his high-tech algorithms um there's uh, there's there, there there are various apps and things will let you do this um that sort of mm. that take a guess at what that sort of artificially age you or make you younger or do various other things changes mm. to your to a profile picture um mm. but yeah i just thought that was interesting um so i thought i want i thought we'd explore it and think about what does it tell us about how our brains work or how our, yeah. how our understanding is formed now i know we have pre pre-prepared or just prepared um some photos of ourselves as babies but maybe we should sort of you know loop back to that right at the end right sure or, or do you want to go straight into it i i well first of all i do want to question not exactly challenge but question peter's assertion i'm not sure it's as trivial as it he makes it out to pick out baby photos and in fact i mean 
studies into the uh, accuracy of people's ability to match faces um, show it's surprisingly hard for people with unfamiliar faces, right? So if you're given a face and then shown yeah. 10 faces and asked which, and this is not even a difference in age, right? The same person at the same age, but taken from a different angle or whatever, to say yeah. which face is the, is the reference image. People are really bad at it. It's like a, a 72% accuracy or something um, when comparing to, uh, you know, in, in various studies they've done, um, you know, 70, 80% accuracy when they're presented with 10 faces and asked to identify which one is the same as a face they're looking at right there. Um, and in, um, I think one experiment I read about where they were asking whether two children were the same child, even then only 72% accurate. And comparison between a baby and a reference image four to five years old was something like 64% accurate. It's not bad, but it's not, a tri it's obviously not a trivial matter to just go, right, that out of these 10 babies, that person there is this baby. It's, it's not, we're not spectacularly good at it. Certainly a lot better than chance, but only about, you know, let's say sort of, you know, five or six times better than chance. We're not, not Which suggests... I, I don't know. I'm slightly lost. And also you're using the word trivial. To, it sounds like the way you use trivial means like easy. Yeah. 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 In other um, words, like, yeah. oh, it's it's obvious. Now, it is, I think, when you're shown someone as a baby, and particularly if it's someone you know, I think it's very easy to retrofit a recognition to that. I think it's very easy to go, oh, yeah, look, same same hair, same ears. But in fact, uh, you know, if the air, hair and ears weren't the same, you'd go, oh, yeah, same chin, same nose. Do you see what I mean? But, I think I think but, I think we may be fooled into thinking this is easier than it is because it's so easy to, to find similarities, um, you know, between between features. This, I mean, it, it, it suggests to me this is about um, what we need to know, what we need to understand, what we need to to, to remember. Maybe it's that, and it's still not clear to me whether we've decided that we're good at this or not. Or even if we're talking about the same thing that we're I, measuring. I but... think Peter's point is stands, right? Which is that there's clearly a qualitative difference between, uh, you know, identifying that someone is the same as a baby and mm. extrapolating what a baby mm. a person will look like from a, a picture of them as a baby. Yeah, um, I th and it I feels think like... I think, yeah. but also I think the experiment you cite is slightly constrained lab environment i'm talking about people mm. that you know really well so you've got a really you know i've seen fraser not just face on on the camera but i've seen the back of his head the side of his head you know i've seen i've seen him i've seen him move i've seen him talk so i've got my brain's got i am real of, yeah it's got a model for what brain how fraser's face looks and moves when he when he scratches his chin or whatever so yeah um uh, I've got a lot more data there. It's not just I have I haven't just been presented with a photo. So I can yeah I can totally I can totally see why your your uh, accuracy rate would be really low if you just presented with a picture of somebody and said pick out the same person from mm. a, another set of static pictures. Um, but uh, this is this is this is this feels different. You know I could I I, I I've not, never actually tested this, but it feels re feels really easy to pick out. Oh, that's a picture of cousin Freya. Uh, as a baby and that's a picture of my grandfather as a baby um from family photos yeah so and if you had like if you took 10 people that you knew pretty well um but for whatever reason had not known them as children mm. um and then you were asked to match photos 
I think you I do. think you that would pass to 10 would be out of 10. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. There is a difference between that and the experiment that you quoted. But yeah, but the, the crux of the matter really is that is there's the the difference in matching versus extrapolation. The sort of yeah, exactly. And then so reversing that, would we be able to? Probably not. But why would we? I mean, I don't know. It's well, I'll tell you. So one one application, which is uh, where you see this used, is to try and find out what missing persons will look like. Um, oh, when age progressed point. so so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and 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 obviously then that's you're only really going to find out how accurate that well, was after after the person no, but, found um, no but sorry sorry i mean you're, you're right well why would you that is a good example but what i mean is why you know in human evolution why would you why, why would we what ever would be need the need to for that match? yeah well ooh, well i mean look paternity i think no really important because of paternity because it, you yeah. know that is yeah. you don't know it's fairly easy to tell whether a baby belongs to a mother because they come out of their wombs i don't know if you know this but um mm, uh but yeah. the paternity is very important so i think recognition of similarity between a father and a child in particular you would expect to be something we have evolved mm. to be quite good at and and I think on on Peter's point there, um, it's interesting when you mentioned photos and familiarity. That actually uh, often the baby won't look like necessarily exactly like the parents, but in a, a way that's incredibly freaky, and which um, uh, I think only people who've actually had small children will understand. The mannerisms of a baby mm. can be strikingly similar to those of the parents. You know, the kind of yeah. facial expressions mm. and um, mm. things where you think, well, they haven't had time to learn this. You know, the way they mm. look when they're surprised or something. Um, and yeah. and well, uh, as a, as a case, it's this, really... this, this won't stand up on radio, but uh, I've got pictures of me up here. Uh, I, for me, with Ada, I see when she pulls a particular face, her the face mm. she pulls is exactly like a member of my family. Um, so I've got a picture of me and my grandfather. So this is a picture of my grandfather. I think it's my aunt's wedding. So this was nineteen seven, late seventies. Are you going to um, screen share? Yeah, I'll screen share. But no, screen won't, share. So at least we can see it. Sake. It won't work. No, that's all right because we can describe we can, what we, we see. Use, yeah, we can use words and stuff. I we mean, can use words. Yeah, so so, we yeah. can paint a, a beautiful cockhill picture. Yeah. So uh, let me uh, let me try and oh zoom, my god, let me try and zoom it in so the two are kind of next to each other. So can you see this picture of me here? Yeah. Right. So yeah. what this I can picture, see in front of this me. Picture of my. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So the pictures that we've said. First of all, is a so, beautiful color photo of a of a boy of about I don't know three years or so. In a kind old. of floppy hat. Floppy, floppy hat. Beautiful hat. blondish curly hair. Very blue eyes. You know, got some some, Very some food eyes. or some other grub underneath my nose. Uh, yeah. So nothing changed there. <laughs> nothing changes there. Yeah. So yeah. that's okay. Note the expression and the sort of elongated yeah. Yeah. part under the nose. I um, see it. Yeah, he, so so the child is sort of looking a bit smug. I think you'd say smug, yeah, uh, in a way, <laughs> a sort of smug and then half smile. Mm. And now, now, now on screen, a, 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 a wry, a wry grin, a wry, or a wry grin, yeah. or, a, an almost, yeah, almost a smile, but not quite a wry quizzical look. But what we're looking at now is uh, it's a black and white photo of a man, probably in his sixties or so, um, wearing a nice sort of suit and tie and a carnation. And what were you explaining to me there that he's got, he's, um, Peter? I think he's got uh, the identical expression on his face to the, yeah. the one I was mm. He's got a little wry and, look. And, and is this your father? No, this is my grandfather. This is, uh, my, this is your grandfather. My, my mum's dad. Um, okay. And I notice exactly the same expression in Ada. Exactly the same. Mm. 
And that's like, mm. for me, that's my paternity test. It's like, she's pulling grandpa's face. That's yes. that's, that's my child. <laughs> Unless your grandfather's been having it away with your girlfriend. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's, yeah, can't imagine. Anyway, look, uh, enough of that. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, no, that is a really good, uh, a really so good I example. So I think, I think I ha- we have got machinery for spotting, doing a sort of paternity test based on visual characteristics and and that that's my evidence for that is that um i see this face i see bob i see grandpa bob um Mm. bob's face in in me in old photos of me but also in my daughter yeah awesome so what's our point where are we well look so just think age progression why is age progression hard but recognition is easy this well in practice right so some of the reasons that i've seen cited as to why age progression is is not straightforward and and why you know even though there is a lot of similarity or features people age in predictable ways and features are retained in predictable ways um you know eye color stays the same hair type stays the same skin color stays the same and and you know the way that people age obviously you can the fact that you can imagine an old person and a young person shows you that there are things that change that are kind of predictable um but mm. there are uh, obviously the big the big differences um come uh, the further out you go so the longer the the time frame you're talking about because of the long-term influences of things like your lifestyle you know the sort of diet drugs exposure to the sun those kinds of things um Mm. and of course the fact that certain things change at unpredictable times like when you go bald or gray or when you get wrinkles um Mm. can vary widely uh, and of course, then you've got things like, you know, your weight or your hairstyle, which can change over quite a short period of time. So those things um, all are quite challenging for age progression. And um, I think, you know, machine learning approaches uh, are based on training training software to essentially learn, um, you know, you train it on a database of images of the same person over time so that they can then um what you're effectively doing is predicting what that would be like for a new face you take a new face of Mm. someone who's 10 or 20 and and predict what that would look like based on what you've learned from the database um and uh but of course uh, even then i mean what you're what it's trying to do what it is going to deliver is a single image but what it, we really ought to want is a kind of probability distribution of faces. You know, what we ought to see is a range of possible faces. And that range might be pretty broad. So mm-hmm. it's problematic because, you know, well, the, the demand is for a single image. What what will this person look like in 10 years time? But but in fact, really, we want to express that as a kind of uns- a probability distribution. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's just in uh, just a practical point about you know age progression why it's why it's hard okay but i think there are there are lots of things that this relates to or feels related to um Mm. one thought is um you know extrapolation it's a bit like hypothesis generation you know it's you're you're trying to generate possibilities um when you're extrapolating and um and then potentially test them you know what are all the faces that this person might have in 10 years time and then the mm. second question of, you know, which one is it? Which one is most likely or how li- likely are they to have each of these faces? That is a much, much harder question than being presented with two images, you know, an old person, young person saying, um, what's the probability that these the, these two are the same? And, and I mean, in general, 
hypothesis generation is a very different process. You know, the kind of creative thought process you have to use to forecast things. You know, what's going to happen in the Middle East? What's going to, you know, what's going to happen to space travel in 50 years time? Um, is a much harder question than if I present you with a particular scenario and say, how likely is that? And I, and I think this this sort of feels like that distinction. We've got the distinction between, on one hand, trying to work out what someone's face might turn into. And the second question, which is just simply testing, is that, you know, are these two faces the same person, which is a much less challenging task. Um, and it also kind of reminded me a bit of the distinction between P and NP and this the problem of whether they're the same in computer science is not exactly but it feels similar mm. um i hesitate so, to ask but what the hell does that mean well so there about? are these kind of problems you know maths problems or problems that could be solved through through or which you can try and solve by by um uh, you know computation by writing computer programs essentially um problems that fall into the p class are soluble relatively quickly um and uh they are things like dividing a number by 10 right so it's quite an easy mm. quite an easy problem um and it doesn't really matter how long that number is you know if you if you if you if the number's a million or 100 billion it's only a little bit longer that it takes to do the division it doesn't it doesn't expand you know exponentially it expands polynomially um np problems are the ones that can be verified um in mm. in uh, polynomial time so quickly okay. so yeah, yeah. so np problems are, so p problems are the ones where you can find a solution quickly np problems mm. you you so for example if i give you a really big number that's that's the product of two primes it's quite mm. slow to try and find those primes but if i mm. give you the primes and i say that's them you can check it really really quickly you can just go you can just times them together and that's a really quick uh, process and you can say yes this this is you know this is the product of these two numbers but trying to find those numbers is very slow because you have to brute force your way through all the possibilities um uh and the big unsolved problem is whether actually p problems are the same as np problems or whether they're different and and if it, if it turns out that um np problems are in fact the same as p problems then all of these problems all of them become easily soluble and and you can prove that were we to find that p and np were the same all of these np problems that are easy to verify would also have an easy solution having said that this is really not my area at all that's just my kind of under high level understanding of it um if anyone out there thinks they know the answer well the uh clay foundation i think is going to give you a million dollars so write it down send it in Look, <laughs> two things not two things not to us to the clay foundation no no don't send it to us yeah, yeah. No, send it to us and then we can send it to them and claim it as ours right good point um yeah so look, two things. One, I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I've no, I, yeah, I don't understand. One, two. How the hell did we get from this Mona Lisa-esque sort of um, quizzical smirk or whatever, um, wry smile in the in the Coghill generations from that to P and MP? I do not know. I kind of do a bit actually, but more salient is we're we're getting towards the end. What? Where are we? What are we talking about? I don't know. I've kind of completely lost where we are in this. What do we want to say? What? Get us on track, uh, Peter. Uh, well, I well to answer your question, I think Nick was suggesting that this problem, this this the the easy which you can match two individuals versus the difficulty of 
extrapolating what somebody would look like. Yeah, no, as I an analogy, I was an analogy. I, I do kind of get it. I do, I do actually. I do, I do get it. So, yeah. I yeah, I'm enough. not sure. I think this is one of those podcasts where there isn't really a track. I think we're just playing it by ear. Right? <laughs> well, look, should we just look at our baby photos then? <laughs> well, we can do. But I do want to mention hindsight bias, yeah, which is yeah. what we... Uh, Actually, I, was, I thought that's what this po- the episode was about. Yeah, well, anyway, I, well, yeah. I mean, we kind of alluded to it earlier. Right? So I think we do have to be careful because, as I said, I think it is very easy to fit uh, recognition retrospectively. And and I, I, I think once you've done that, it's easy to convince yourself it was obvious that, mm. you know, the grown up is the same as the baby mm. um, because mm. of the same ears. But I, but I think if I honestly, I think if Peter showed me those that picture of him as a kid and and nine other kids, I think I would still struggle as long as they he wasn't like the only white one or something. I think I would I would struggle to pick him out um, with the best one in the world. But so the hindsight bias is obviously a well studied phenomenon first identified, I think, in the sort of 70s. Um, and the, uh, the 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 classic test of it was Mark Leary's uh, surveys in, in the night before mm. the 1980 election where he asked people um who was going to win out of Reagan and Carter. And most people were sort of hedge, a bit hedging their bets a bit and saying uh, it's probably going to be a close call. And then um, when Reagan won by a sort of bit of a landslide, uh, he went back and asked them what they had said. So he didn't say, you know, looking back, what do you think? He he'd simply asked them, what did you say at the time when I asked you before the election? And people remembered being much clearer about the mm. fact that Reagan was going to win. They, they, they thought, you know, so, yeah. and, and I think it's a very common problem that people fit the past into a story and therefore think it was a bit unsurprising. Um, mm-hmm. And I, and I, I uh, so yes, I'm just, I think that is just a question of sort of guarding against that a bit uh, yeah. because it leads I, us to think that the future will be more predictable than it is. Yeah. No, absolutely, and indeed, we I think we've covered that elsewhere, in in most notably in um, in some of our prediction podcasts. I think I think so. Um, yeah, with U.S. elections, with me making flipping great wadges of cash. Um, okay, so anything else we want to talk about before we get on to um, our baby photos? Who wants to go first? Uh, you or me, Nick? Well, I'll show. Uh, so. Uh... I've got a bit of a progression here. And I think, you know, this thing about babies, I honestly, I think babies look the same. This is me with my, with my granny. Let me try and, okay. it's not terribly okay. clear there. Let's see if I can. Let's go. Yeah. Let's so try closer. Well, there's okay, a better fine, one fine, of me, fine, fine. I think possibly even on the same day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, no, well, I, just wait. No, just keep it there for a minute. Keep it there. I would, so I'm just describing what I'm yeah. seeing, which is Nick is holding up a, a square photo. Um, coloured, um, looks like from the mid seventies ish, maybe a bit later. He's wearing this is this young man. It's the camera is angled down towards him. He's on a blanket having a picnic. Um, he looks basically like a skinhead, like a ne'er do well. It's going to end <laughs> up baby and got no hair. Yeah, but he's got a tartan blanket behind him and a, and a rather natty green um, top with a, a baby yellow grow. collar. It's a baby grow actually. Is it? And it's yeah. probably the nicest thing in the photo, actually. But yeah, keep going. Well, here's one of me looking distinctly girly at my christening. For that, you just look like any other baby. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but but then when we get a little bit further on, I think this is me probably in about um, at the age of about two or three. Oh, my word. Oh, it's your uh, son. Now, that yeah, basically, that is your son, Tom. Yeah, it, does it, look, it basically looks exactly yeah, like Tom. Yeah. But when I think I really turn into what you would say is, an un, is a recognisably modern version of me, is a probably yeah. the mid 80s so this is me with my dad in about 1986 oh, okay. hmm. 
And Go I a little see, bit closer. So, so you can see my dad there yeah. sporting the Annie Chin that I referred to. Uh, yes, <laughs> and, indeed. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. That's nice. So there we are. Yeah. And then and then from then on, I think you'd say that, that, that it becomes recognisably me, but I think you'd struggled before that age. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't, because I recently moved house, I don't particularly have, all my photos are sort of bundled around different places. But um, Let's have a look. What I, have we got? I, I just had sort of, let's see, this is... <laughs> Now, this is, I can't see what I'm holding up right, to. Right, let me just describe this. We're looking at so, a, a yeah. black and white photo of two, well, of one very beautiful It's actually coloured, but it's very faded. And one, yeah, go on, yeah. and one uh, you know, slightly slightly alarming looking child <laughs> uh, with a bowl haircut. <laughs> Uh, there's the very yeah. cute, the very cute one who actually, I have to say, does look a bit. It looks very like your your son, your twin sons there on the left. Yeah, and the one yeah. on the right who looks like he's got a little. He looks like he's wearing a shirt and tie. He's, he is. He looks, in fact, a bit like Boris Johnson. The one on the right. <laughs> Which one is you, Fraser? I, so of course I'm the I'm the super cute one, of course. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't. Know, do you think that looks anything like me, Peter? The the little one. Uh, yeah. Be honest, yeah, Peter, I'd say, uh, yeah, I'd say that your the the your the cranial shape is definitely you. <laughs> yeah. I think you're clutching you, at straws. Um, and the no, eyes it's... are very are like your eyes; they're big and round. So yeah, yeah. Right. Um, all in all, gorgeous. Um, but actually, and just by chance, I've got a photo of my daughter on my desk here, where mm. I think if you look at those two, I you know, yeah, I think there's a yeah. lot similar yeah. there, especially the lips. You know. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. All right. Um Oh well good luck editing this one to be as gripping <laughs> as our usual efforts. So look, I'm not sure we we kind of have to stop, but I mean I'm not sure what we've achieved with this podcast. Um We've had so a bit of fun. Really... We've had fun. It's the friends we made along the way. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's it. I've got nothing to wrap up on. I'm too wrapped up with memories of 30 odd years ago now. Um, all right. Um, so we're going to stop there. Um, in terms of the conclusion, make your own. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> suffice to say, unless anything, has anything got anyone got anything to add before I close things off? Don't think so. No. Peter, anything? No. I think that wry little grin says it all <laughs> from Peter. Um, all right. So we'll stop there. The cockles. <laughs> we'll stop there. As always, thanks for listening. If you've got any thoughts or suggestions for topics, you can email us at podcast at We'd love to hear from you. If you've enjoyed the podcast, Peter, uh, what should you do? Well, if you've enjoyed the podcast and haven't yet subscribed, you can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts. Nice. Very straight. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks as always for listening. I'm Fraser McGrew. We've been here with Nick Hare and Peter Cockell of Aleph Insights. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>